What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Raw Daddy Hour, brought to you by yours truly, Raw Daddy the Black Hippie. And I am joined once again by my brothers, Shad, the Drip King, Kwajo Ajapong, Joshua Adams, a.k.a. the Handheld God. Today we're going to be talking about a topic that is near and dear to my heart, and it is chasing perfection, chasing that elusive goal that we all have to be the best at our craft and to get it exactly how we had in our head. We want to talk today about is that a healthy practice? Is that something that you should even be chasing? Is that an attainable goal at all? Or should we focus more on the process, progression, right? Trying to just get better each time out. So Josh, I'm gonna start with you. How do you feel about perfection? How has it impacted you? I think perfection, you shouldn't chase perfection. Me personally, because that's how I started. I chased perfection. If, if I watch, use y'all for example, if y'all drop something and I'm, I'm working on something and I see how great y'all work is, which it is great, I'm not gonna drop it. And I'm gonna be honest, I've done that plenty of times already. I haven't dropped, I got tons of work I never dropped because I was like, man, they gonna think this is trash. I've I, I, I just always been that guy to chase perfection on anything. Like, it has to be perfect. But now, like, I'm learning, I'm getting better, and it's the process for me now. It's all about as long as each video I get better at color grading. I get better at putting things in frame better. I get better at um, getting better at handheld. I get better at uh, editing, putting, putting the sequence together. I'm all about that now. I get better. I want to start learning lighting. Ever since I'm with y'all, I see how important lighting is. Lighting is very important. So it's the process for me. I, I got away from perfection. It used to be perfection, but perfection is not healthy. Chat? Yeah. I think that the chase of perfection is stunting just overall human development. You know I mean, I feel like in the creative field, when, uh, you know, people who are chasing perfection, you know, the the process is more important than your your idea of your final perfect project. It, would it be great to execute, you know, your ideal project the exact way that you have it in your in your mind? Yes, but nine times out of ten, you know, it's probably not going to be exactly the way that you envision it, whether it's the process leading up, the final product, whatever it may be, um, the ending result and the, the reception that you, in your mind, think you're gonna receive from it, you know, you might fall short there. I feel like there's going to be spaces where you're going to fall short of quote unquote perfection. And you have to understand and realize, realize that on your, your path to your idea of perfection. Um, and then even outside of the creative realm, you know, trying to be perfect in, you know, whatever field that you're, you know, that you're working in, I feel like chasing that, you, you don't, a lot of times people don't ever take the first steps to do something, whether it's, you know, starting a business or, you know, writing a book or whatever the case may be, you might not you might not feel like you have the right ideas or the right things to, in order to make something happen, and you never get started. And you're never going to do anything if you don't get started. 
a lot of times on the journey there, you never know. You might come up on something where it's going to push you further and faster than you ever could imagine, or you might find something that's going to actually make you pivot into something that is more, you know, is, is greater than what you even imagined for yourself. So I just think embracing the process and the journey um, is the most important thing when it comes to the chase for quote unquote perfection. <laughs> I most definitely struggle with perfection. I still to this day, I can't say that I'm over it. <laughs> this podcast <laughs> should have been started a long time ago, but I wanted to get everything right. I wanted to order all the mics, make sure I had the lights, the cameras that I want, and I want the perfect angles. I want the perfect location. But see, the problem is, as you said, when you're trying to do that, no content gets created. Nothing ever happens. You don't ever reach a point of satisfaction either. You never really get to put out something that you're proud of because you're always like, oh, well, I could have did this better. Could have been better on this, could have been better on that. And I'll even take it a step further with fitness, right? That is a very unhealthy practice to try to reach the perfect physique or the perfect you know, arms or legs. We're humans. We're not made to be perfect. We're made to be flawed. We're made to make mistakes. We're made to have our ups and downs, our peaks and our valleys. So I have started to embrace the mantra, progress, not perfection. And I got that from the movie Equalizer, if any of you guys have ever seen it. Um, Robert McCall is coaching one of his uh, coworkers to make his security test. And in order to make his security test, he has to lose about 20 pounds. And there's a scene where he's eating lunch with him and the guy's like, yeah, man, this is a you know, fresh tuna sandwich. You know, I, I got all the good stuff in it. And when he bites it, it's crunchy. And he's like, when did tuna start to have a bone? So he looks in the sandwich and he has chips. And you know, the guy was trying to hide the chips from Robert because he's like, man, you know, I'm trying to stay on my diet. And he's like, listen, progress, not perfection. You've gotten better with your diet. You've been losing weight. You've been sticking to your protocol. So be happy at the fact that you are progressing in your journey. Be proud of yourself for that. Don't chase perfection. Don't feel like you have to be perfect all the time. So what would you guys say to somebody maybe who's struggling with that right now? They haven't put out some work or maybe they've not hit the gym because they don't have the right shoes. Or they don't have that perfect outfit that they feel that they need, those knee sleeves or whatever. Shad? Yeah, I, it's because I, I was a huge, I was really big on the perfectionism thing um, a few years back. I've never really been a creative. Um, and then just from... From an athletic standpoint, you kind of talk about, you know, the guy losing weight and things like that. Um, as an athlete, I've always been a, a very good athlete. So in, in college, uh, one of the first things that my college coach preached when coming in as a freshman was the, the, the idea of progress over per perfection. Um, you're not going to run super fast early on. You're not going to win all these medals and, and titles and things like that right away. Um, if you do, if you do, you're a small, you know, that, that's a small, you know, sample size of people. Um, but the 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 idea behind college athletics is you have four years in order to attain, you know, certain goals. So he really drilled that idea um, into into us as athletes. And that's something that I carry on as I coach college athletes myself. But from a creative standpoint, like even now, I've, I really just kind of moved into this space where, yes, I have a vision. I have an overall vision for a project. 
if I can't get the pieces that I, I want to have, I'm going to find another way. And if it falls short of that, cool. Like that, it, it, I have to be okay with that. But I'm finding that I'm, I'm having more value when I'm just diving in and doing and falling short sometimes of what my highest expectation is for a project. And even so, when I put out a project and if I think it's great, there's always gonna be someone who does not like what you do. Your perfect is not going to, my, my perfect is not your perfect. Brent's perfect is not your perfect. So you have to be okay with receiving that, and this again, this is for creatives, um, you have to be okay with receiving that criticism that your perfect project or your perfect picture or video, or whatever the case may be, isn't going to be perfect to someone else. There's always going to be someone to nitpick and things like that. And if you let that affect you, you're going to fall into this thing where you're not going to want to put out a project because something's not perfect. And you can't, you can't do that because it's going to stunt your growth. And just this journey as a creative is all about just getting better each time out. There's always going to be someone who has a better eye than you, better camera movement, better ideas, better directing. Um, but all you can all you can do and all you have control over is the things that you put into action. I agree. I agree 100 percent because I remember when we were downtown a few weeks ago getting shot up. You was like, man, when I throw stuff on Instagram. Because I, 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 I used to just take it as, man, I don't get enough comments. I don't get enough likes. I don't get enough views. They don't fuck with that. So I used to delete stuff. I remember I posted a video. And you wrote me. You DM me. You say, why'd you delete it? And that was why. But I remember you was like, just, man, I, once I throw that junk on Instagram, I forgot about it. I'm thinking about the next thing. And that's just creative-wise. I, I didn't build that process creative-wise for me, and it works. Like, And I stopped watching. If it's not y'all work, I, I don't even look at, like, like, I follow Sam and them, but I don't pay attention to their work no more because it doesn't excite me. I try to watch less content, and uh, it helps me as a creator. But outside, outside world, like, worldwide and work-wise, I, I have, I'm all about process. It's weird. Like, creative-wise, I, I, I'm trying to get away from perfection because I, I still, it's still there. But outside of that, like, work-wise and my, my girlfriend, like, fitness-wise, I, I tell her just, process don't worry about how this chick instagram model look who paid for that stomach or whatever i say just fall in love with the process and the results will come applied in school applied in work anywhere just fall in love with the process the results will show you'll be right, rewarded in for school it. i was definitely not about perfection i, <laughs> I just did just what i give, could did it what i could no but i, I think everybody kind of has like that one area that they put a little bit more emphasis in than, than others, right? Because the gym is a prime example for me. The gym for me is very much process. I understand completely that I am not gonna be the strongest Brent every time out. I'm not gonna be the best looking Brent every time out. I'm not gonna be the biggest Brent every time out. And I hope that quarantine has humbled a lot of people to understand that, hey, just as long as it took you to get it, it can quickly be removed. And just you, you just have to love being there. I think that's the biggest thing, right? Because even let's say you do reach that level of perfection, then there's nothing more to reach for. So it's kind of cool that we can't reach perfection, you know, realistically, because then we always have something to chase. 
one thing that I've kind of adopted since I've kind of gotten away from the whole perfection thing, not fully away, but I'm working on it. One of the things that I'm starting to do is just, like you said, put the project out. And then what I do after that is then I dissect it. And I'm like, okay, if I was to do another project like this, what would I do better? And I try to just apply that to the next project. So for the longest time, it was lighting. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy a light. And on my next project, I'm going to work on lighting. I'm going to see what I can do with my lighting. I'm going to try to get a crew. And then boom, I remember there was a time when I was very focused on audio. I really wanted to try to get live audio on set, do my own Foley, work on like, you know, risers, hits and all of that type of stuff. And the funny thing about it is when you work on those little things over time, you get clo you actually start to pass your prior self's perfection. Right. So six months ago, what I thought was a perfect video, I'm past that now. And that's the other part about it. Your perfection is ever evolving. It's an ever evolving process. What your perfect is today might not be your perfect next week. Right. So, Josh, I would ask you. How what what was it? What was like that turning point that got you to stop deleting videos off Instagram? What was that turning point that made you say, you know what? damn that, like my work is good. You know, this is the best that I can do right now. So I'm gonna put this out. What was, what was, I don't know if it was a moment or like something that like kind of clicked in your head, but I think was it? it was me not being able to see my process, documenting my process. Yes, I got them videos, but I'm like, I can use Instagram as a platform to see my progress. And I get DMs all the time from people who, who know when I first started, it was like, bro, it's, it's, it's amazing how you took this serious last year in 2019 and where you are now, like the growth and your skill level is like way better. So I, I like the process. I like to see like, okay, my coloring was last year. I, I suck at coloring. This year I see, man, my, like when you told me that, like I was like, dang, my coloring is getting better. Cause I thought that myself, I was like, my coloring's getting better. And I was like, man, Brent said my coloring's getting better. So it's getting better. So it's like, <laughs> no, it's just like, it's just a process for me. Like, I, I just want to see each video. I, I'm just trying to get better at something. Like, if it's, like, I want to eventually get in lighting because I don't have an eye for lighting. I'm going to be honest. But I want to eventually adapt that. Like, I want to see what y'all see. when What are y'all looking for when y'all put projects together? Like, what are y'all, what type of lighting you get for? Because I want to adapt that to my skill level. I want to adapt audio one day. I just, it's just a lot of things I want to adapt because I'm still growing, bro. I'm still, I'm, I still, I fairly feel like I got a lot to learn like I'm nowhere and I'm humble about it. I'm nowhere near y'all level and I and I'm and I'm happy with that because y'all are help pushing me to grow being helping y'all set up being around y'all all the time it's, it's helping me become better creative wise outside wise like real life I just I, it's process everything is a process like everything going on in the world is a process so I, I keep it that way that's Shad I want you to touch I want you to touch a little bit on not allowing other people's, so let's say you're in the same lane as somebody, not allowing what someone else is doing to impact your mental about what you're doing. I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. When it comes to that, I feel like you have to, it's a confidence thing to be honest. And I think you have to, you have to really do some, soul searching first and be sure in what it is that you ultimately want to do. So I'll speak from a creative standpoint. And if you, if your favorite person who edits 
let's let's let's, let's say I'm I'm really into fashion and I want to shoot fashion, you know, photography, fashion film, that's the things I want to do. But for whatever reason, I'm on YouTube and I'm trying to learn things and I see I don't know Peter McKinnon, you know, and see how, wow, he makes these cool travel videos and they're so cinematic and, you know, I want my stuff to visually look like that. But Peter McKinnon doesn't shoot anything fashion-wise. But you start trying to do things the way that he does because you're looking at the tutorials on how to shoot B-roll and things like that. Um, and you get off of track of what it is exactly that you're supposed to be doing in order to attain what it is that you want to attain. Instead of following who's popular and who everyone beloves and things like that, you're failing to create the basis of what it is that your platform is going to stand on. And you have, like, you have to be sure in what it is that you want to do in order to really be put blinders on and be focused on what it is that you're reaching for because if you're not you're going to be checking for this person you're going to be checking for that person and you're going to be all over the place if you're laser focused in I want to shoot fashion and if you're not shooting fashion you're going to take me off my path I'm trying to be on this straight line if you're all over the place it's going to take you a while to get there you might even end up you know somewhere else um, and if that's what you want it, and if that's another passion of yours, cool, fine. Like that's, that's great. But if you're, if you're solely set on attaining this one thing, you have to, you have to have the blinders on and only take in the things that are going to push you towards getting to that goal. I also want to speak on the, the thing around just not being sure in the content that you create and the content that you share. And I think that is a huge detriment to a lot of young creatives and them reaching goals that they want to reach. And I, I'm going to give a, a personal example. So for me, I had the opportunity to, to, um, to, to work with a, a high-level celebrity and be their content creator. Um, and I know for a lot of young creatives, like that, that's what they want to do. They want to shoot for, you know, their favorite artists or, you know, athletes and things like that. And the way that I got put onto that situation was it was, it was through, through, a, through um, a relative, but in having my meeting with, with the, the celebrity, you know, we sat down, we had, we had uh, dinner and he was just talking about these certain pieces that he saw on my Instagram. And they weren't, they weren't videos that got a lot of views or anything like that. But there were things in that that stood out to him that he thought were very valuable or, you know, just the art behind it. He was like, wow, I love the way that you capture, you know, frames here. Or I love the way your, you know, your pacing is on the edits and things like that. Like, I want stuff like that for my content. And, I, and, that, and it really hit me at that moment. I'm sitting there and I'm like, damn. Like I have, you know, videos that have gotten, you know, on YouTube that gotten, you know, tens of thousands of views and on Instagram thousands of views. But this content here was on the lower end and that's what stood out to that person and got me, got him to say, okay, yeah, like, hey, bring him out. I, I, I want this guy. So I feel like, again, that goes into the chase and perfection. Like the project that you might, might not think is hitting, like it's going, like somebody going to see it. And they be like, oh, wow, nah, that's it. That's it. 
you know, so you gotta, like, you just, you just gotta do it, you know, knock the walls down, you know, and just put, put all, put all, put all your ideas and projects out and get it done, man. Yep. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I've, I've had some people hit me up and I asked for, yo, what was your inspiration? Like, you know, could you send me some, some references? And they'll send me one of my own videos that I thought was not the best. <laughs> and I'm like, that's, that's the one you yep. like. And they're like, yeah, you know, I really like how you, you know, da, da, da. and I'm like, well, if, if you never put it out, you never know. And I, and I actually, it's funny because I used to have that sentiment. I used to feel like, you know, if one person likes it, then that's enough. If it inspires one person, then that's enough. But somewhere along the line, as you start to get better, your expectations start to rise and you start to nitpick your work even more. But why is that though? Like why, why the shift from just, just a very, I, 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 like, I call it like a wholesome outlook yeah, on yeah. being creative. Like yeah. if, one, if, this, if one person enjoys this video, take something value, valuable from it, it served its purpose. And then now you're in a space where it's like, bro, man, only 100 people like me, are trash. <laughs> well, I, I, think, I, think it, I think a lot of that has to do with you become more knowledgeable, knowledgeable about the craft. So when I first started, I didn't know, like, all right, I can't just put my camera on a gimbal and run circles around people and just slow-mo the video. And, it, like, to me, it was dope. But then when you start to learn about composition, framing, like, okay, bro, you can't just put your camera on a gimbal and run around. You're like, oh, dang, maybe, okay, that's not the way this goes. You know what I mean? And then you start to learn about audio, and you start to look back at your old videos, and you're like, oh, wow. I thought this was like good audio back then. I've done that. I've looked back at old videos and I'm like, that hurts. Like I put that out with the most confidence. You know what I mean? Like I was so, I thought this was like groundbreaking. But I do think there's a beauty to the balance between both because you have to put your stuff out there. You can't, I mean, there are things that I create specifically for myself like, the, like when we go downtown and stuff, like I like to edit those videos to have, to like look back at, like, look, this is when me and my homies were together. But if you create something, like you have to put it out. And I'm, I'm not being a hypocrite. I have definitely shot videos and haven't even edited them and just was like, I'm not doing this. This is, didn't come out nothing like how I wanted. I'm not doing it. That is my level. That is how much I battle with perfection. But I do miss when I used to create projects not knowing what the hell I was doing. And I put them out regularly. I remember me and Travis used to make these motivational videos. I look back at them joints now and I'm like, bro, I was literally recording in tungsten white balance. Like, so the videos are like blue. And we thought like that was just a cool effect. Like we was like, yo, the camera can like, you know, turn this joint. Uh, yeah, like I'm like, man, my colors is nice, son. Lo and behold, like, people probably looking at my video like, what is this? I'm like, bro, this is, dude, we just found out like a whole new way to shoot. Like we just throw this boy to Tungsten, we get these blue flares. I'm like, yo, this is it. Fast forward, them videos gone. You can't find them. You can you cannot. I got to, I got them. You can't find them. Bro. You can't find them. They're only in my phone and bro. look, they will you never still, see. Bro, my stuff is you delete, you still got them. <laughs> bro, I still got them, but they're not gonna be for y'all's consumption. Oh my for God, sure. Bro. But I but I just I battle with that. Like I miss how I felt when I used to put those videos out. Now I'm not gonna lie. Like I'll put a video out and I won't like it two days later. And yes, I'll leave it and move on, but I just miss how much I used to love 
that process of just all the way to the end. Now I love the process of being on set, but I'm talking all the way to the end, even if there was hiccups. Like I used to really love, you know, putting together a project. I cared more about what the project was gonna feel like and what it was gonna do to people, which is why I used to make those motivational edits more so than like the cinematography and like all that stuff. But then once you start to learn the cinematography side, you start to obsess over it. At least for someone like me, I'm a I'm an OCD type personality. So I start to obsess over things, right? And it is a balance. It is something that people struggle with, like not just creatively, right? Could be at yeah, work. Yeah, you know, you yeah. might really want to put together this a this a team, and you got this employee that just can't get with it, and it's like driving you nuts because that's something you can't control, and you're just like, dude, why can't they just, you know, get on, you know, get on path? But I like what you said about you know just trusting that process. You have to trust that you will get better. You have to hold yourself accountable and be like, okay, I get it. This one wasn't where I needed it to be, but I do have to post to stay relevant and I'm gonna put it on me to continue to grow. I'm gonna put it on me to get the proper equipment, to train myself on the equipment, right? Don't just bust it out at a shoot and you never even used this joint before and now you, you bought it, but you used it wrong, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold myself accountable to continue to get better and to your point, you know, Instagram could be a good way that you track. All right, look at my progress. You know, people do it all the time with, the, with their bodies, right? You look at them 2016, they're looking like noodle. 2020, they at the Olympia, right? Same could be done with anything else. Progress photos or, you know, keeping track of your progress is, dude, that, that, that's, that's key. But, man, it, it's definitely, definitely all up here. And yeah, for sure. It can, it can be crippling. It could, it, could be, it could be definitely crippling. So what would you, Josh, say to, because I mean, you say you're fairly new, what would you say to that person that is just starting, just picking up that camera? You know, maybe they, because now there's so much tutorials out here, you can really get lost in the weeds, you know, with just like, dang, I don't have enough camera equipment, I don't have enough lenses, I don't have enough filters. Like, what would you say to that dude that maybe he just got his first camera, she just got her first camera? I stopped watching tutorials. That, that can throw you off, too, because when you watch so many tutorials and you're watching these different creators who, who big, you start, to, you, you start to process in your mind that you need the gear that they got. And you're like, man, and you look up this stuff, cost out. Because when I first started, bro, I was buying unnecessary stuff. Like, I was buying unnecessary. I bought a, I bought a gimbal that I barely used. And I, and I started off handheld, so I was like, I have to learn some way, but... What I would tell somebody is fall in love with the process. Just continue to get better. Just know you will get better if you keep learning new things. You can look up tutorials. It's okay. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with them, but I'm saying also, like you say, get out there and get them reps up. Like y'all say, learn, 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 learn your camera settings. Learn different settings that works for you. Color grade. Go out there, get some shots up, go back, um, edit them, and see, okay, I'm, I'm going to do better with with my camera movement, I had to be a little bit more steady. Just, you know, it just takes practice. Practice make permanent. Like, you have to get better. I love that one. I love that one. And that, that goes for all aspects of life, not just the creative side. Creative is just, I bring up creative side a lot because that's what, within the last couple of years, has helped me grow as a person, period. And, it's, and it helped me apply that to my everyday life. Shad, what would you say to, because I know you get a lot of people that reach out to you that want to maybe get mentorship or want to kind of pick your brain about, you know, how you got to your level. 
what would you say to those people who are interested in that elevation, maybe are just starting, but they're not necessarily going about it the best way. Maybe they're reaching out to you, but they're not at the same time creating things. Like they're looking for you to be their Bible when that's not necessarily, you know, how that should go. So what would you say to those people? That so I, I do want to say, <laughs> first, of, first of all, I can't stand, I, like with a passion, I can't stand the people who are super critical and don't have anything to show. Like, I don't understand how someone, how, how someone can, like YouTube for, for instance, cause I feel like that's like the place where like yeah. those type of trolls, that's where they live. trolls live. Like you put out a piece of content on YouTube and, and again, as a creative, Sometimes you don't, even, you don't even put it out to get criticism. It's just more so you're sharing it to, you know, perhaps motivate someone else um, to gain, you know, to, to give someone else some inspiration. And they can find the smallest thing and nitpick at that. And then you click their, their YouTube page and it's like six, it's like six videos of, of their dog. <laughs> like... And that, and that, in turn, for someone who isn't confident in, you know, the process in their art can make them not want to put out, you know, pieces of work because they have this person who is, in hand, in turn, like, raising this bar of perfection. Like, oh, you didn't, like, it, it would have been better if you would have did this. And then you're like, damn, like maybe they're right, maybe I should have like done this differently or then, and it, it's, sometimes it's okay to, if it's constructive, cool. But then like, again, there's this, there's a handful of group of people who are trolls who are just, you know, who can really take you off your path. For people who kind of reach out to me, I more so, you know, really push them to, um, again, get in tune with what it is that, that they want to do. You know, so a lot of times I get people who reach out and they're like, dude, like, how do you, how do you do this? Like, how do you, you know, how do you, how did you do this? How did you do that? I, I want to do this kind of stuff. And a lot of times I ask like, like, is that really what you want to do? Or is there something else that you're passionate about and you want to know like certain aspects of the process to get there? And I feel like those little pieces are more important than trying to emulate everything what everything of what someone else is doing so just number one finding out what it is exactly that you want to do and then just getting started like bro pick up the camera and go out and shoot something me telling you how to do this and how to do that is not going to help you because i you have to put it into practice some people like a lot of people whether you know it or not you you're, you, like you said, a kinesthetic learner. Like, you got to get out in the field and you got to do. That's the only way you're going to get better at it, you know. So pick up your cameras or, you know, pick up a book, you know, whether it's, you know, again, you're trying to start a business or whatever the case may be. Inform yourself, inform yourself, inform yourself, and then physically do. 
if you want to write a book, start writing instead of like mulling over ideas all the time. If you're creative and you want to shoot sports or you want to shoot documentaries, if you have half of idea, half an, half of an idea, go ahead and do it. Make it happen. People say all the time, knowledge is power. I disagree. Applied knowledge is power. <laughs> there we go. You can learn. Yeah. You can be yeah. an encyclopedia, but if you don't know yeah. how to put that shit to use, yeah. you are useless. Uh-huh. Right? So I, I definitely agree with that sentiment. Learn, yes, but go do. Right? Pick up them clippers. You got to yeah. look. Your first fade is going to suck. It's going to trash. <laughs> it's Uneven as a suck, mug. bro. <laughs> You might, you might, you might scalp them. You know, you might have to give them the baldy. So make sure they got the right head. Word. But that first fade is gonna suck. That first documentary is gonna suck. You know, this is season one of the Raw Daddy Hour. This is not gonna be the best season that I've ever put out. But we gotta put it out. We gotta go through these steps so I can know what to progress with. You gotta do that fade so that way you can look at that fade and be like, all right, shouldn't have done this with no guard, right? You gotta know that stuff. Only way to learn it is to do it. Applied knowledge is key. Any closing remarks for the people about perfection? I do have a closing remark. Um, when, this, when this episode comes out, please make sure you guys comment and continue to push Brent to put out all the additional episodes because his perfectionis- perfectionism is going to set in at some point when he sits down to edit these. <laughs> He's going to be like, yo, man, I can't. Nah, man, it was too much. I can't put him out like that, man. I got a certain vision. Please blow up the comments and make this man put the full season out. I agree. Thank you and good I night. Agree. I agree. I think I think even though it's a lot that's like triggering you that man, it's not gonna work. I think the whole message, yeah, like you said, season one isn't isn't gonna be the best, but bro, the whole message that they're gonna get from these episodes, I think that's more valuable than the perf- that we talk about. There we go. That's going to do it for another episode of the Raw Daddy Hour. I don't know if I want to thank my brothers for coming through, but I will thank them. Don't forget to like, care. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. I love you guys, and I will put out all eight episodes of this season. So that way you can hold me accountable. Eight episodes for season one. One, two, three, four, fifth, eight episodes for season one. Catch y'all in the next one. Peace out. Love.